the CFC. Classic Film Channel. We're coming for your Netflix. Just kidding. But hey, at least we don't have to awkwardly brand House of Cards as if Kevin Spacey just isn't in it. We show Spacey movies proudly. Next month, a double bill of K-Packs and consenting adults. Wow, good title, Kev. Out of Bounds, the true story of a true Hollywood true disaster. Episode 6, an epilogue. Game, set, match. An epilogue. Am I shocked? Yes. Am I surprised? Yes. What's the difference? Shocked is more like, ah. Surprised is more of a, oh. In March of 2022, the Alma Picture House funded an exuberant reunion screening of Fresh Balls, with the many cast and crew coming together for the first time since the filming. I talked with the Alma Picture House owner about why she put it on. Lucy Canella Volk. Well, when an anonymous donor funds the whole thing, you're not going to turn them down. Even if the event awkwardly landed right in the middle of our festival of documentaries about the Holocaust, we usually prevent Claude Lansman's nine and a half hour documentary, Shoah, over the course of two nights. And we did do that still. However, over three nights, the middle night was fresh balls. It's a very different way to see the film. The event was supposed to happen in 2021 to coincide with the film's 40th anniversary, however, was postponed. Not because of COVID, but because Lucio was involved heavily with Biden's election campaign. Which, I'll be honest, it was refreshing to hear. Until I heard his reasoning. Yeah, me and Ivana had a thing for a while and Donald got all pissy about it, so you know, quid pro quo, bitch. Everybody Still Alive was set to attend, which made for the entire cast and crew bar Maurice, who unfortunately died in poverty, poor and alone in London in 2019. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack Nicholson. Every year we lose close to 100 people in the world of film, and it just makes me so angry. I could go crazy, you know, real mad. So mad that I would need some Anger management. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I like that one too. What follows now is our memorandum to those people. You know, this cannot continue. Something's gotta give. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I like that one too. Accompanied by Barbara Streisand singing Coolio's Gangster's Paradise. And the nominees are... Oh, 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 no, no, no. Wait, here's who died. Critic Stephen Sklar. Maurice was the first time anybody had ever been booed during the In Memoriam. However, for no matter how his death was met, Maurice, of all the cast and crew, had dedicated most of his life to keeping the Fresh Balls legacy alive by directing close to 20 straight-to-video porno sequels to the film. Hello, I am Maurice Luc Lupet, director of Le Petit Mépris Le Fou Sophie de Souf, film I'm whatever the fuck is I trying to tableau, un film de Maurice Luc Lupet. 
and a still yet to be released adult version of Homeworld Bound looking for distribution wherever good pornos are sold. Un film de Maurice Luc Lupet and many other movies. My new film is of a similar nature, a similarly visually bombastic nature filled with boobies. It has been described as Dr. Javago with boobies. How many more of these do I have to record today? This is the 30th of 50. Oh, fuck. Keep rolling. Can I just say anything? All right. Action, Maurice. Ah, the French-born film has always been credited with its excellence. Our interviews with Maurice were conducted with him during his final months in his shelter in Camden where he resided. Well, originally Lucio had me directing a sequel, a quick book, you know, but eventually I came to realize that my strongest suit in filmmaking was the shooting of ass and titties. So we just shot a whole lot of tennis porn. What is tennis porn? Very intense and very polite. We had the honor of having the Williams sisters in one of our films, actually. Venus and Serena? Oh, no, no, not those people. Candy and Diamond Williams, the starlet seductresses of San Marino. Diamond was actually one of the girls on the set of Fresh Balls. She thoroughly enjoyed the experience until the rap party where she was hurled over the edge of the ass master during the sinking. Diamond was thrown overboard? Yes, it was truly nonsensical. Who could ever think to do that? Anyway, Lucio liked to distance himself from every aspect of the films, bar that of the actual money that he took all of, leaving me here in London. Alone, poor, ready to die. You know, when I was younger, I used to laugh at the homeless and say, Boo-hoo, you don't have a home, we'll go to a hotel. I think somebody is playing a joke on me. Some cosmic thing, fate. Either that or I blew every dime I owned on ass. But I like to think it was fate. Of course, whereas the death of Maurice was a good thing, there was also a bad death. After the release of our third episode, the tragic news was announced that in preparation for a role as a matador trainer, Milton Hopkins was killed in Azerbaijan in a bull ring incident. It wasn't preparation for a role. It was for the next Jackass movie. Hi, I'm Wee Man, and we've got Academy Award-nominated actor... Winning? Please, darling? Anyway, we've got him here, and we've covered him in glue and feathers, and we're going to throw him into a bull ring with ten bulls. What are the feathers for, though? This is the bird and the bulls. Okay, but... That doesn't even really begin to explain anything at all. A tribute was held at the Madison Square Garden of Azerbaijan with special guest host and friend of Milton, Kevin Spacey. Not a friend till the end. I just want that to be clear. Milton Hopkins was many things to many people. An actor, a poet, a leader, a troublemaker, a husband, an adulterer, a man. Growing up to me, he was a hero. The work of Milton Hopkins was marked by its acute specificity and its brutal violence. So in that vein, let me say, although I am honored to be here tonight, I'm also incredibly pissed off. I'm outraged because this passionate prophet of peace and so many others are not here with us tonight. Because we live in an all-too-violent world. And although Milton died from completely self-afflicted addictions and stupidities, it is in the spirit of this occasion that it is up to all of us to do what we can to not only keep Milton's vast career alive, but also to rebuild London. And that includes your host, 
just keep playing those of mine games together. When asked why he invited notosexual predator Kevin Spacey, the president of the Azerbaijan venue stated boldly, Because he is the greatest actor in the world. Milton's longest wife, Helena Neyman. Yes, Milton's death was a terrible thing, really. I struggled for quite a while. But when it came down to it, we had plenty of good times together, and that's all that ever really mattered. But then again, did I ever really know the real Milton? Perhaps not. But I knew George Washington. I knew Confucius. I knew Russian gangsters and Filipino poets. I knew so many people because of Milton. What's the matter if I didn't know Milton himself? To act is to be somebody else. If everybody knew it was that simple to change their entire life and personality every night, then we'd have a world of actors. Helena never came to the reunion screening, despite her invite. She did, however, release a statement on behalf of herself and posthumously on behalf of Milton. Milton's death was a terrible thing, really. I struggled for quite a while. But when it came down to it, we had plenty of good times together, and that's all that ever really mattered. But then again, did I ever really know the real Milton? Perhaps not. But I knew George Washington. I knew Confucius. I knew Russian gangsters and Filipino poets. I knew so many people because of Milton. What's the matter if I didn't know Milton himself? To act is to be somebody else. If everybody knew it was that simple to change their entire life and personality every night, then we'd have a world of actors. Of course, Lucio would be at the reunion. For Lucio, this was the time of the stock market, and his immense wealth had only reached a further ridiculous peak. Over the years, a cult following grew like with any other movie, whether good or bad. Except, this was an actual cult. Virginal Sacrifice's exclusive membership, a day spa. We are gathered here today to worship the Holy Trinity. Sax, Tannis, and Lucio Lapine. All culminating in a mass poisoning. Lapine was invited to a couple of parties. The guys on the mountain? Yeah, I went up there a couple of times. The leader was this real wacky fella, completely nude at all times. They all were flopping and flipping, you know. I actually went up a week after the mass suicide. I found them all. I didn't call it in, of course. That would be career suicide, pardon the pun. So I just drank my wine coolers and smoked their grass and chilled out there for a while. Best views in the San Fran Valley up there, I tell ya. On the other hand, Stephen Curtis wouldn't be found dead at the reunion. No. I had absolutely no reason to be there at all. It wasn't my story, at all. It would be like me going to a reunion screening of Xanadu. Actually, no. That would make more sense. I have worn roller skates. Well, no. Obviously, you've also played tennis all your life. That's the first time I've been even close to witty in this. Can I not have just one thing, please? Richard Fonde, hack critic. I'm amazed that somebody as vain as Steven has never tried again to make a film about himself. But I guess some things you don't want to go through again. I don't think I'd ever want to watch Fresh Balls again, never mind make the thing. A person who had a hand in writing the film, who would be making an appearance, would be Wendy Cruz despite her own troubles with Lucio since the making of the film. Well, he signed me for a five-film deal. Mm. He said he wanted to forward uh, female creative talent. Yeah, that was my fault. 
I got it confused again. By creative, I meant girls who tried different positions and stuff, not just missionary again and again. So that's all my fault. Well, no, it's hers actually. She should have known what I was talking about. I ended up making some films, but nothing major. A couple of comedies, but eventually I ended up back on the stage, doing stand-up where I was meant to be, or at least where I could still be. Barbara Hooper, too, would be there at the reunion, of course. And it was fair to say that amongst the whole cast and crew, it was Barbara that had had the biggest career since Fresh Balls. It was a big shock for many. Not as big a shock as the fact that she was still alive, but a big shock all the same. Well, what kept me alive for so long was the fact that I never had an Oscar. So I looked around for different tactics to win one of the things, and then I came across the fact that apparently I had a huge gay fan base. I thought the queer fellas only liked actresses who could sing, like Judy or whatever, but apparently they liked me too. One of these men was Clyde Strakatussi. Well, Barbara's great. She always has been. I was one of the only people who saw a one-woman show. Whilst I'm down here, I might as well. So I took to creating my own gay writer's room full of young guys who were aimed to write the perfect script to get an Oscar. They just absolutely adored me. It was marvelous. That script became Bayou Betty and the Boudoir Boys, and, well, that's history, ain't it? Barbara did not win her Oscar for that script, nor any, but held her own private award ceremony hosted by her gaggle of gay writers. They granted her every award they could. I was the host. The audience of kept men largely looked happy to be there. It's a privilege just to be nominated. Harriet Lume, author of Hooper's Heaven, an unauthorized biography. Barbara lives nowadays not unlike Norma Desmond, only with more pastel colors and a lot less glamour, but also a lot more dead monkeys. Barbara, can I ask you one final question? Of course, dear. Who really did kill JFK? Well, I couldn't tell you the man's name, because I've forgotten, and also I couldn't really tell you what he looked like. The view of the knoll from the book depository was quite poor. You were in the depository? Oh, yes. Don't you understand yet? Barbara, did you kill JFK? Well, that's my egg timer. I've got a whiskey and an absinthe Cosmo waiting for me by the pool with a well-hung Persian holding it. It's been lovely chatting. We should do it again sometime. If this makes any money, then I'll be sure to be on the... <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't get through that without laughing. Ta-ta. Billy Stone was also set to be at the reunion screening, on the proviso that the event would be used to fund his new rehab clinic. Well, nobody knows more than me the horrors that can occur when drugs take hold of your body. It's a truly tragic thing. What makes us different from other clinics is that our first step is going to the people's homes, where I personally confiscate every drug they have on their premises. Lucy O'Neill, modern day film critic. Everybody knew what was happening. He didn't even try to hide it. Billy, come on. Come on what? Are you accusing me of stealing people's drugs for my own personal pleasure through the guise of a rehab clinic? Because that's absurd. To get the money to fund this scam clinic, Billy took to releasing a fitness tape. The big difference between his tape and other celebrities was that unlike Fonda and Schwarzenegger, Billy just sat and watched with a scotch in his hand. Okay, everybody, here we go. One, two, three. You're all doing great. Higher, ladies. 
higher. Yeah, higher. You're doing great. Can I top up on this, please? Billy also took the chance in his final interview with us to tell us of his first script that he plans to direct himself in the new year. Well, it's sort of a corny romance film, but it came to me really first with just one line of dialogue. In this world we all live in, what else is there that never grows sour but love? That's surprisingly beautiful, Billy. Has it got a name yet? Yes, but love. But love? Yes. But love, Billy. But love. What's the? Oh wait, I get it now. But Billy wasn't the only one who had taken up entrepreneurial endeavors since Fresh Balls. Jimmy Zidane had taken up his own business. Well, hashtag Me Too is the very best thing that ever happened to me. Suddenly there was a market for casting me. We want a Woody Allen type, just without the child bride. <laughs> Suddenly, I had roles coming out of my ass. So I thought this would work as its own business. So I started up the hashtag Me Too replacement agency. We've got Kevin Spacey's. We've got Cosby's. Hello, my name is Trenton Coswald Cooper. I'm a struggling actor, or at least I was. For many years, people told me I had a type too much like the severe demeanor and dry quality of Academy Award-winning actor Kevin Spacey. I used to not get jobs. Fools! Now I work all the time. Need a serial killer? Need a senator with a terrible Southern accent? Don't get lazy and call Spacey. Call Trenton Coswald Cooper at the Meet Two Replacement Agency. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was hiring me. Hey, hey, hey! Just kidding. But not exactly. My name's Wheeler Cosby. For the past five years, I've just told people my name was Wheeler. What's your second name? Doesn't matter. But now, thanks to Jimmy Zidane's Me Too replacement agency, I can be somewhat proud of my distant uncle. Or at least, I can make money off the likeness. I'm a family man you can trust. Hi, my name's Simon Firth. I'm a Tom Hanks type, and I'm here just in case. It's brilliant. It's ingenious, and it's made me quite the thousandaire. What's a thousandaire? Well, you know, somebody who's made thousands. Well done, Jimmy. Thank you. Of course, we have been sued by every single estate in the now completely bust, but you know, it was fun while it lasted. Then the night came. The reunion screening. Yeah, it went just about as well as everything else. People were drunk. People were drugged up. People threw up. The Nazi tennis man showed up with its skinheads for revenge. Stevens fans picketed and joined the brawl. A gas truck parked outside because the screening had led to mass traffic. Susie and her bunny friends all came. Gloria and her feminists all came. The river dancers from the bus. And the stowaways from the yacht. Along with Farhadi's fully armed terrorist, Stephen Sklar came with an Uzi to finally kill Lucio. Johnny, Stevo, Bam, Wee Man, and the rest of the Jackass crew came to defend Milton's honor. Gerard Depardieu, Kevin Spacey, Woody Allen with Sun Yi, the Watch uh, Mojo Lady, Michael Douglas, Steven Seagal, Milton Berle, who came straight from a Huey Lewis concert where he was thrown out for heckling Huey about the size of his Johnson, Wilfred Brimley, Huey Lewis, and the News, the majority of the DGA, David Copperfield, 
And in the end... Milton Berle's huge cock. In the end! Thank you, Billy, but we're done. In the end... It was chaos. Utter, beautiful chaos. We went out in a blaze of glory that night. Quite literally. Another fire broke out before the last scene. Oh my God! Bitch, does he know how much skin grafts cost these days? He's gonna when he pays for the fucking thing. But Barbara, you weren't burned. Skin graft, facelift, it's all important medical procedures. All of my enemies in one place? Come on, who did you think was the private donor? It was all a trap. And it all blew up in my face. Or rather, it didn't, because that picture house had reinforced steel beans. Same thing that screwed it up for me and George way back when. The place burnt for six minutes and then fizzled out like a wet fart. Then I realized something. There is still not one recorded person to ever sit through the entirety of Fresh Balls. The critics all lied. I never saw the whole thing. None of the actors ever did. And to me, there's something quite sacred about that. We could all take this to our graves. In a twisted, malignant sort of sense, we were a family. And you don't ever take sides against the family. Okay, that is the Godfather. I could tell that time. And so, our tale concludes. The end. Curtains fall, the lights fade, the cameras cut, the footage ends. All finished. All done. And another Hollywood mystery retreats back to the shadows. That's gonna be your final line? You got something better? Yeah, 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 I can write. Uh, movies, huh? What a picture. Uh, what about the movies? I love them. No, that's, no. What about, uh, another Technicolor dream hits the screen, another nightmare falls apart. Just keep rolling. I've got, uh, the pictures, huh? What a movie, what a shunder. No, go, uh, another Hollywood mystery retreats back to the shadows. I said that one. I know, I know. Lucio, honestly. No, something about the annals of history. You're definitely saying that wrong. No, I'm not. History. Lucio, it's fine, really. Just give me a minute. Just one minute. Are you done? Wait, wait. I can think of something. Another picture hits the dust. Ah, Jesus. Movies, what a concept. I'm struggling here. It's really fine. We're all done. No, no, no. Just give me another minute. Lucio, honestly. Daisy, please. I'm thinking. I've got nothing. I have nothing. That weirdly kind of works. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Wait till you hear the rest of the show. When it comes to integrity, there are certain limits that any reporter must face. Tapping of a phones is one. Fortunately, I never had to make the decision of whether or not to tap Lucio's phone, because he tapped his own many years ago. 
Despite us not giving him the number ourselves, Lucio managed to find the number for Hurdy Burn Balin sometime after our interviews concluded. He made one call. This is that call now. Hi, I think this is Hurdy uh, Hurdy Burn Balin. Yes, this is she. Oh, good. I just. I, I mean, I, I haven't it... been Hurdy Burn Balin for some time now. Oh, right. Hurdy Gurdy Surdy now. It got worse, wow. I'm sorry, who is this? I, I'm someone from the past. Someone who wanted to make a call. Someone who just wanted to say how much another person meant to him. Just a fool. Just a fool who's attempting as hard as he can to fit as many corny lines as he can into one phone call. Just a fool. In love. Like the song. Hurdy, I'm just a... I don't know what to say. I hate fucking writers. They make it look so easy. You know me somehow? Yeah. And I know you. Hurdy, you're the only person who's ever known me. I'm sorry, but I can't talk. Ah, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, sorry. No, s Sorry. Don't worry about it. Well, goodbye, miss. Yes. Goodbye, Lucio. Goodbye. Hurry! 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 Uh, I'm sorry. For everything, Hurry. I'm sorry. Over the course of over a thousand hours of archive and modern interviews, this is the only time on record Lucio ever said sorry. The only time. I asked him, expecting him once again to deny, lie and contradict himself. He said this. No, that's me. That's me. But also, very sad, sure. But let's not forget that this is the same guy who is a raging racist, sexist, and ableist. Left people stranded to die in the Atlantic Ocean. Dealt with terrorists and funded their operations, as well as Nazis. Gave drug addicts drugs when they were trying to go sober. Set goons on anybody who betrayed him. Poisoned an entire group of reporters. Blew up a bus of Irish dancers. Had affairs and never called back the cast of Steel Magnolias. Julia Roberts, Steve Martin, Julie Christie, Carrie Fisher, Lauren Bacall, Rebecca De Mornay, Annette Benning, Warren Beatty, Shirley MacLaine, separate occasion, Annette Benning and Warren Beatty, separate occasion, Diane Weist, Mary Steenberg, and Steve Martin, the rest of the lead cast of Parenthood, the lead cast of My Cousin Vinny, the lead cast of the 90s TV miniseries adaptation of Stephen King's The Stand. You've been listening to Out of Bounds, the true story of a true Hollywood true disaster. Episode 6. Epilogue. Game, set, match. Directed and edited by Thomas Carruthers. Written by Thomas Carruthers with additional material by Rian Holmes and William Legater. This episode's cast. Ava Robinson as Daisy Goldman. David Whiting as Billy Stone and Simon Fur. Cam Braid as Sharman and the President of Azerbaijan. Kirsten Fraser as Helena Neyman. Jay Reef as Stephen Sklar and Milton Hopkins. Jasmine Dalton as Lucy O'Neill, Meg Bradley as Wendy Cruz, Thomas Carruthers as Lucio Lapine, Jimmy Zidane, Jack Nicholson, Kevin Spacey, and Trenton Cotswold Cooper. Sam Mandagomi as Richard Fonday and Wee Man. Rian Holmes as Barbara Hooper. 
William Legator as Maurice Luke Lepet, William Atterton as Stephen Curtis, with Natalie Thorne as Herdy Burnbalin, Kelly McLaughlin as Lucy Canella Volk, Charlie Stewart as Scottish Oscars announcer, Molly Jennings as Harriet Lumet, Natasha Hopkinson as video editor, Fern Jessup as fitness instructor, Charlotte Linnigan as Wheeler Cosby, and Andrew Michael Ragg as the voice of the CFC, and Clyde Strakatussi. This show has original music by Alex Reeve and Mike Whiting. Further music curation by Thomas Carruthers and Alex Reeve, acquired under a Creative Commons license. This show is produced by Rian Holmes, with artwork as well as the theme for the Classic Film Channel by William Legator. Certain sound effects performed by the Royal Court Theatre Vocal Effects and Foley Society. We thank you sincerely for listening. Genuinely, sincerely, thank you. Special thanks from the bottom of my heart to every single person who has provided something to this madcap little project and to Katrina Units who said, hey, do you want to make three ten-minute radio plays? To which I worked for a month and gave her these six scripts. If nothing else, she got the ball rolling and is a dear friend above all else. Special thanks to all of the dear friends who made this project what it is and made me who I am too. Thank you once again. Thank you. Lucy Liu, Cameron Diaz, Drew Barrymore, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow. Then he wrecked Neil Diamond's house. Killed whales. Horses. I only maimed the horse. Didn't kill it. Lucio, what are you doing here? No, please, keep going. It's like a walk down memory lane.